This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon TV show, coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the Exxon TV show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and much, much more. The X-Zone TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. Unwilling to be the government's deadly assassin, gifted psychic Kahara Mitchell went AWOL and ended up buried under rubble in the wake of a great tsunami. She regained consciousness far from Earth on the medical ship of a Dagaronian intergalactic fleet. Has she been rescued or abducted by aliens? The Chalice of Carrie, Kahira O'Donnell's latest paranormal science fiction romance, is the passionate story of an Earth woman and her destined mates, twin kings from another galaxy. Kahara uses her gifts fighting alongside Lords Rom and Ra in a war that will determine the destiny of galaxies. The Chalice of Kari by Kahira O'Donnell is now available at kahiraodonnell.com or at amazon.com. From our broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. AVS Media Papa Hotel Lima Echo November Radio Check. Papa Echo November, good afternoon, uh, read you five. Good afternoon, read you five as well, Papa Echo November. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. All hit radio. Welcome to the X Zone. 
a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. I was walking home from school on a cold winter day. Took a shortcut through the woods and I lost my way. It was getting late and I was scared and alone. But then a kind old man took my hand and led me home. My mama couldn't see him. Oh, but he was standing there And I knew in my heart He was the answer to my prayers Oh, I believe there are angels among us Sent down to us from somewhere up above They come to you and me in our darkest hours To show us how to live To teach us how to give To guide us with the light of love Welcome back to The Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Exxon Nation, this hour we're talking about angels and demons. And my special guest is Margaret Doner. And Margaret is uh, the author of numerous books, including The Infinite Darkness, Darkness, Infinite Light, Archangel Speak, Wisdom of the Archangels, and her latest book, Merlin's War, The Battle Between the Family of Light and the Family of Dark. Now, Margaret has been practicing past life regression therapy for almost 20 years and an angel channel for over 10 years. She facilitates workshops to help others connect to their own angelic guides and to learn to trust their intuition. In her latest book, Merlin's War, um, Margaret presents an interesting point of view on the battle between good and evil. It offers a dialogue between the wizard Merlin, uh, who she says is a creator god, and the being known as Vlad Dracula, who at one time was his student and then became a creator god in his own right. In the book, she states that the earth is the battleground between those two god, those two creator gods, I should say, as they fight for supremacy and control of the human race. Margaret's website is www.margaretdonor. I'm sorry, margaretdonor.com, and that's M A R G. A-R-E-T-D-O-N-E-R dot com. Margaret, welcome back to the Exxon. It's been a long time. Yes, it's wonderful to be talking with you again. Um, and I love the uh, the topic we're going to be discussing tonight. As you said, you love angels, and obviously so do I, and there's so much to talk about with those unseen realms. Mm. You see, I believe in angels. I believe that... <sighs> 
that everyone has a guardian angel. I also believe in good and evil because this existence of ours, in my opinion, is a binary existence based on zeros and one. Good, bad, up, down, in, out, black, white, and the list goes on and on and on. Margaret, you and I have to take our first commercial break for tonight's show. And uh, Margaret Donor and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break talking about angels and demons. Margaret's website is www.margaretdonor.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The X-Zone, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Angels and demons, this hour here in The X-Zone. Don't go away. On a cold winter day, took a shortcut through the woods, and I lost my way. It was getting late, and I was scared and alone. But then a kind old man took Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jennings, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, Facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God. Love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon TV show, coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the Exxon TV show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and much, much more. The Exxon TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. Fartlets, fartlings, pongies, and honkers. They have so many names, makes you go bonkers. Rear Tempest, Butt Bubbles, Bottom Burps, all aside. Why does it smell like a little rat died? Hail the fart, whenever, wherever, whoever. Its existence actually enriches our lives because it gives us those unforgettable moments that we can all recall again and again that are always good for yet another laugh. A new expose on farting. Get your copy of The Endearing Fart by Eileen Dover at www.theendearingfart.com.
And welcome back, everyone. We're talking about angels and demons this hour. Angels, my favorite topic here on the Exxon. My guest is Margaret Donor, and her website is www.margaretdonor.com, and she's got a brand new book out called Merlin's War. Now, before we get talking about your new book, Margaret, tell us, how did you get into working with angels? Well, I ever since I was a child, um, I have had very strong intuitive connection to mm-hmm. the angelic realm. And you had men- just mentioned to me that you had an experience as well as yes. a child. And I think yep. there are a lot of children, you know, who are open. And when we're young, we're far more open to these wonderful paranormal realms. And we see ghosts and we connect with angels. And we just, even the boogeyman under the bed, you know, there's just this openness to this paranormal realm. But of course, as we get older, a lot of that clamps down or we're afraid to talk about what we're experiencing and feeling. And I think one of my um, motivations for speaking so freely about the existence of all these paranormal phenomenon from angels to demons is I think that it actually liberates humanity um, when we can speak about what we have experienced and our truth and we don't Mm -hmm. have to censor ourselves. So I feel it's really important for all of us to share the truth of what we experience um, even you know, even these kinds of events, the paranormal. But I like to um, I like to tell sort of a story that combines both both the uh, angelic and in the demonic. And I I always say that um, my spirit guides kind of threw me into the deep end of the pool because I was doing I was back in about 1995 and I was just completing my work as a past life regression therapist and I. Um, I was doing a past life regression on a woman who was a friend of mine at the time, and all of a sudden I had, she had this uh, demonic entity come came out of her, and I, I was pretty unqualified to know how to deal with this, but it was this really intense demonic energy, and it was so bad that the hats went flying off the, the hat rack in my house, and oh my, my phone lines got cut, and this entity came out, and it was... It was, you know, just straight out of the exorcist saying to me, you don't know who God is, and I'm going to get you, and all this stuff, right, out of wow. this, this friend of mine, right? So I was terrified, and, I, you know, I was trained to deal with entities to a certain degree, but really didn't know what to do with something that was seemed to be so demonic and dark like this. And um, so, of course, my first instinct is to say, oh, go to God, you know, go to the light, you know, and whatever I could do, and it didn't like that too much. It got it kind of mad, you know, it was like, ah! So, so then um, after she left, and I tried to calm down, but my husband and I were both very upset, you know, and nervous. Because I guess of the experience. so. Yeah, we were both, and so I had just, you know, I think spirit always gives us what we need also when we're, I was on this path to do this work, so it was, like I said, throwing me in the deep end, but also I had just met a woman who had, had talked to me about these kinds of experiences and had said to me, oh, if you ever have anything like this, call me, I can help you out. So after the phone lines, it took about six hours before the phone lines even came back after that entity, but they did come back and I was able to call this woman. She gave me a prayer. I said the prayer and instantly I said to my husband, oh my God, we have three huge archangels on the roof of the house, we have angels cleaning out the space where I had been working with this woman, 
And immediately, my husband and I had been, like, so nervous we couldn't sleep. We were just distraught. I felt the presence of angels come down upon both of us. Wow. Our hearts calmed down, and we went into a deep sleep, and we slept all night long. So in that one day, in that 12-hour period, I went from the darkest dark to the lightest light, and that's why I say they threw me right into the deep end of the pool. So, you know, it was like, wow, it was my own personal experience. And and that led me, that experience really led me on a journey, and the journey was um, to understand what are these unseen realms, and where do they come from? And, you know, I think we all wonder about that, and I've come to, to sort of believe that um, much of what we talk about when we talk about these unseen realms is really about vibrational frequency or dimensional, you know, consciousness or frequency, yes. and that, you know, the angels are existing in a, in a higher vibrational world, and the demonics are existing in a lower vibrational world, and as humans, we have the opportunity to connect with either one of these realms because we're sort of in the middle, and we're given free will, and, you know, so we have this opportunity to actually connect with these higher angelic beings, but also to connect with these lower fear-based beings that we think of as demonic. And here we sit in the middle of it um, and kind of confused, <laughs> like, what are all these things? But um, I think that that's one of the simplest ways to explain it, and that we connect through our mind, we connect through our hearts, we, you know, we connect through these sort of subtle mechanisms that we have, our intuition, our psyche, our third eye, our heart, and so forth. But there are all these realms are available to us, and it's almost like, you know, we choose to some degree, we can choose based on how we manipulate our own mind, body, spirit, what we're going to plug into. Why um, would it, why so would, that's how I see it. Why would somebody want to to deal with the demonic side, the negative side, in, instead of dealing with the positive side, the side of light, the side of virtue, the side of righteousness. That, that blows my I, mind. Well, it is hard to understand, except for the fact that you have to understand. It's very interesting, because I think people who are naturally attuned to what we think of mm-hmm. evil words, to the light, to the light, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard for those of us who are attuned to the light to to understand the dark, and it's very hard for the dark to understand the light. I think that's true. But I think what you have to understand is that people who work with darker energies believe that's where they'll get power. It's really about power. And people working with the dark energies believe that light people who are light workers are like fairies and have no power, and, and they're powerless. And they think that if they work with the dark energy, they're going to have more power. I guess they get power hungry. And I think one of the things that happens is when you make a contract to work with the dark, I think that it can stay with you through many lifetimes. You know, I don't think it just ends. I think it's, you have to release yourself from that contract, in a sense, and then choose to work in the light. And I think it's understanding the power of the light, because, mm-hmm. you know, as you believe, I believe that that angelic or higher frequencies or love is far more powerful than hate. But you can see how on the earth plane, 
you know, if you're using fear to manipulate people, it's it's a pretty quick way to get power and get people to do what you want. The ironic part is, is that when you're dealing in the light, you're never set to a contract. And yet, whenever you work with the dark, there's always a contract involved. And they don't honor the contract. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's the other thing that I think... Um, because I really have come to believe in those contracts, believe it. You know, some people think that's just silly, but I, yeah. I've, you know, in my research and people that I've met, I've, I've really come to believe that there actually are contracts that people make with the dark side. And what they think is they think it's going to be honored, but I don't believe the dark side ever honors the contract because their whole point of view is if they need you, they use you, and if they mm-hmm. don't need you anymore, they spit you out. And I think the light is so loving that the light honors your free will and, uh, and, and appreciates and loves you for what you do and the path that you take, always trying to guide you towards something that will teach you and give you greater wisdom, but never enslave you or push you. Um, I, think, I think that, but it doesn't, to, to somebody looking for instant gratification, the light is a really, it is a long and hard road. It is, because... To understand how, for example, I think the first human thing is we want to do, for example, is revenge. If somebody hurts you mm-hmm. or someone you love, the natural human instinct is to revenge that. And then you start that whole karmic path of, of darkness, which can really spiral out of control, where the light will teach you to try and, and forgive and understand and be compassionate mm-hmm. and allow God and the energy of God to balance the karma in a much more gentle way. But that takes faith, and I think faith is very hard for people. So I think the road of learning on, to be fair, I do think it's a hard path to learn through the light, um, and it seems easier to learn through the dark. But in the long run, it's so much harder to learn through the dark path and so much easier to learn through the light path in the long run. We've got about a minute and a half before I have to take my news break. I was wondering if you could just give me a, a description of the angels that pr- came to protect you after this prayer. Well, at the time I didn't know, because, but I do now. It was the Archangel Ariel, Michael, and Gabriel was on the roof. Wow. And my husband's angel is Shamuel, and um, Ariel was the one who came down over me and protected me. And... and so um, now I know that, but at the time, I didn't have names for them. I just knew they were three huge archangels. But since I've worked with them now, and I know their energies, so, you know, clearly I can just feel and sense so I know who they were and what the energies are. But that's, working with angels is really exciting, because if you do it a lot, you really do begin to learn their signature, their energy signature, and you can you can even get so sophisticated with it you can know oh that's cassiel or you know ones that aren't that well known you you know uriel and and so forth so you can really understand and feel the energy signatures of the angelic realm Um, you don't have to see them you can just feel them and sense them all right stand by margaret you and i have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour exonation margaret donors our special guest this hour we're talking about angels and demons we're also talking about margaret's new book Merlin's War, the battle between the family of light and the family of dark. Her website is www.margaretdonor.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this news break as the Exxon continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Change. 
Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon TV show, coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the Exxon TV show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and much, much more. The Exxon TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500 plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag, Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. Broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. 
You're listening to the Exxon Radio Show with my good friend, Earthling Rob McConnell, live and around the world on Talkstar, com. You're listening to the Exxon Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Welcome back, everyone. Margaret Donor is our special guest. www.margaretdonor.com is her website. Margaret's got a brand new book out. It's entitled Merlin's War, The Battle Between the Family of Light and the Family of Dark. Um, Let me ask you something, and I'm sure you get this asked to you at least 100 times (laughs) a day, Margaret. I'm game. (laughs) Can, Can everybody talk to angels, and how hard is it for somebody to learn how to talk to their angels? Well, um, I think absolutely that everyone can communicate with angels. Um, And angels, it's very important, I think, to understand the language of the angelic realm so that people people understand that it's it's not that you're hearing voices. Mm -hmm. um, It's that you have, you open up your crown chakra and you open up your third eye and you open up your heart and your throat chakra and these upper chakras, and you begin to have a knowing and an understanding, and you can um, uh, actually interpret the signs and the symbols that are sent. For example, um, after I had I've been working, um, I'm also a massage therapist, and I was working with a client who had had a brain injury oh, and um, from a, a weight in a gym and hit her in the head. Ooh. And I was working with her and doing some cranial sacral therapy and so mm-hmm. forth with her. And, and all of a sudden, the angel Cassiel uh, came through. And I don't usually work with Cassiel. I was surprised, but I just had a knowing. I knew it was Cassiel. And I said to her, I said, Cassiel is with us, and he wants to be your angel guide. He wants to work with you from now on this point and so she um you know she was open to that and and it was you know this new energy for her 
And I found out later Cassiel's considered the angel of mind and memory, which was perfect for her head injury. And after that, white feathers would show up every time she would think about Cassiel. She would look down at her feet. There would be a white feather. <laughs> there would be a white feather in her car. She would... So he was always making sure that she would be reminded that he was there and giving her the confirmation that she needed. So it isn't always words, but it can be a feeling, it can be a touch, it can be a feather, it can be a dime. You know, it can. So it isn't necessarily words, but everybody, if they ask, will be touched by an angel and communicated to in some way by their angelic guides. Absolutely. Tell me, tell me about your new book that you've just uh, published called Merlin's War. Well, I was, I, you know, through these investigations that I was talking about, my own experiences um, of working as a healer and mm-hmm. as an angelic channel and, you know, meeting people who had had these diverse experiences and channeling for people, I began to, to channel for, for clients and the information that was coming through uh, was not only past life information, but started to become information about lives that they had had elsewhere and about the Pleiades or about being Arcturian. And uh, I was being um, introduced to or given information about uh, the what humans, a lot of humans have dubbed like the Orion Wars and that there were these great galactic wars and that many of us who are here on Earth have also experienced these, what we think of as these battles in heaven, these galactic wars, and that much of the karma and the, um, the issues that we carry, even as human, are tied to experiences that we have had not only on this planet but elsewhere um, on other planets and so forth. And as this information would be channeled through me, it would resonate extremely deeply for people, and it would put a lot of puzzle pieces into place. And then, of course, I got introduced to, as many people know, like David Icke's yeah. information and his all his work with the reptilian and his belief about the reptilian bloodlines, which was really fitting in with the puzzle pieces that I was uh, encountering in terms of people's you know, experiences through the Orion Wars and the reptilian agenda of control and domination. And so... Um, I started to just channel this information and become a recipient of this information. Uh, Merlin had off, has often worked with me as well, and he had explained about how he had had this school uh, called the School of, for Seekers, and it was about people, for people, people is you know the only word I can use, beings who wanted to learn um, how to manipulate uh, energy to create form with the energy. And so he explained that um, the being that we know as Satan Mm -hmm. is um, not Lucifer, but that it is this uh, being that we call Dracula, and that Lucifer was, in fact, originally Michael Lucifer, um, that Michael, the great archangel Michael that we all know as the protector and carrier of big energies, he was Michael Lucifer, and that at the time of the fall and the separation, into dark and light and density, um, Lucifer separated from Michael. And Lucifer means the light bearer. So Michael's original name was Michael the light bearer. And he sent the part of himself, Lucifer, 
into the denser realms, what we call our third-dimensional realms and fourth-dimensional realms, which are much denser um, than these higher dimensions where angels live. Like you think of the angels living in the 10th and 11th dimension, we're down in the third and fourth, so that gives you an idea of where we are compared to them. And so Lucifer was sent down here as a light. Michael sent that part of himself into these lower hellisher realms, you know, these filled with suffering, to give us a light. But the being known as Dracula, Satan, it's a long story, but I'm going to just try to condense a little bit of it. Satan, and he actually, because he's a liar and he is, he, he always is lying and trying to hide in the shadows and confuse us, he pointed to, Satan, to Lucifer and he said, oh, there's Satan. You look over there and at the light which, you know, the light bearer, don't, you know, that's an evil, mm-hmm. evil thing. And so we did, we were really misguided about understanding who really is the, the bringer of darkness. Um, and we, and again, another confusion where we go, oh, the means the light bearer, but it's the devil. And so we get confused. We're like, well, is the light evil? Is the light good? Why is the light bearer called the devil? Yeah. You know, it never really made sense, but it's typical of how we're kept in confusion on this planet so that we don't understand truth. So that was one of the things I wanted to illuminate in my book, is to help people understand that Lucifer was a part of Michael Lucifer, and that the the, uh, individual that we think of as the devil is actually um, this this being that I call Dracula, who was embodied as Vlad the Impaler, and has been embodied a number of times in, in human form, but also exists in a, a fourth dimensional realm as well, which is the unseen lower astral realm as well. And um, and so this is, you know, the book, when I wrote Merlin's War, I really wanted to help people, give them a template to understand the battle between dark and light, between good and evil, and how it's landed on the earth and how we're being manipulated by it. Well, let me ask you this. So, I, I don't know if I can, cl- that's a lot of information I'm trying to, you know, sure. condense, but, you know. You know what is a demon? Is it a is it a fallen angel? Well, it is not. It is not technically a fallen angel um, necessarily. No, it, it, from my point of view, if you think about um, how creation, you know, it's just a template to help us understand. I'm sure none of us can actually conceive of creation, but if we think about creation as being say God is, you know, just an easy tem- template for a 12th dimension. Mm-hmm. And we're, as I said, we're in the third and fourth dimension. So the first beings that came out of the light, out of God, were, you know, these angels that exist in the, the, the 11th and 10th dimension. And as as consciousness, or as these beings, these angelic beings, began to explore um, with their consciousness the idea of individuation or separation, that's where the density started to happen. So the bodies begin to densify because the further you separate out from the God source, the denser material becomes. And the more that happens, the more separation between you and me comes. And the more that that happens, fear starts to to be existent. So when you're closer to God and you're in the oneness and the source, you're not. You have love, but you don't have fear. And as you separate out from God, you have more fear, and it's harder to find the love. And so we have, you know, humans walking around with panic attacks and that kind of thing because 
they've forgotten their connection to the one, to the love. So as the angels separate out and they become dragons, the, mm-hmm. the first beings to separate out of God and densify were these dragon race, this ancient dragon race. And from that, all these other beings also begin to get created. So to some extent, you could say that all things in a way, come from fallen angels. You know, they're in density. We're in density. We came out of the angelic realm, and we went into density. But but everything, there's so much separation out of that that um, you can say that demonics are just another form of hardened, dense fear in a creational realm. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's hard. It, in the old-fashioned way, you'd say... Mm-hmm. There are good things and there are fallens, but I'm right. trying to give it a kind of different template. I don't know if um, if that was clear, but um, yes, they are fallen angels, but they are also all sorts of different kinds of demonics. They have separated out um, just as creation on you know has separated itself out on many realms in the in the demonic realm or what we think of as a darker realm. There's huge numbers of of demonics of all types. So it's not just like there's one kind of demonic, you know, there's, they've created all sorts of things. And if you think about consciousness creates reality, and we have all these amazing animals, and we have all these bacteria and these viruses and these life forms, and how creation is just so amazing. It just continually comes up with new forms of life. Well, the same thing would occur also in what we think of as a demonic realm. So it's not just one demonic, but many, many different kinds of it. So let me ask you this. Do you believe the human race is, is trapped in a false matrix or, or false reality, like the movie The Matrix? I, yeah, I do. I do. I don't think it's exactly like The Matrix mm-hmm. movie exactly, but I think The Matrix movie is probably one of the better metaphors for it, definitely. And I think that we have been um, put into such a dense matrix, such a low matrix, that um, that's why we do have all these neuroses that we have and um, fears that we have and, you know, we, be- we, have, we create war on each other mm-hmm. and we create lack. All these things which, which are just so, they give us so much suffering. And I think it's because we are trapped in a basically fear-based matrix and kept enslaved in that and it appears if you if you really look at it from from your higher self you realize that it it appears that every time someone tries to expose that matrix that low matrix or to step out of it they get um punished and whether it was witches quote-unquote witches Mm -hmm. in the middle ages or whether it's jesus or whether it's you know um, whistleblowers in the modern age now, it seems like every time somebody tries to expose the shadow, then, you know, they get something dark tries to come down and say, but, no, but no, why no, don't the know, angels, then why don't the angels step in and protect this person who's trying to do good to expose the evil? Well, I, I, isn't it interesting? That's a very good question. One, we have free will, and mm-hmm. that uh, that's one of the issues why the family of dark, as we were talking before, the family of dark thinks it has more power than the family of light because the family of dark doesn't respect free will. It does whatever it wants, 
and takes souls and creates whatever misery it wants, it pays a price for it um, through karma. But it, it, it just absolutely has these control systems where it's a family of light because they're working with love mm-hmm. and unconditional love. They understand that that, that soul needs to experience something just like Margaret, that. I've got to take my, uh, my break. Please stand by. Exonation. Nation, Margaret Donner's our guest donor. Margaret Donor, just read it the wrong way, is our guest this hour. She's the author of a new book entitled Merlin's War. Her website is www.margaretdonor.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. What if someone told you you could live to be 120? Would you believe him? What if he told you the Bible guaranteed it? All you needed to do was follow his rules and buy his products. Would you do it? What if you invested 20 years of your life in him? What if he tested his substances on your child? What if your child became brain damaged as a result? Meet Dr. Tyler Belknap, a fast-talking Texas admin turned health guru. At the helm of a vast health food and supplement empire, he has established himself as the authority on nutrition and longevity. But what his followers don't know is that his products are laced with bizarre psychoactive substances from genetically modified plants developed in his very own secret lab. No wonder his customers can't stop using them. Tyler Belknap will stop at nothing to keep his edge in the market, even if it means experimenting on children. Chasing 120, a story of food, faith, fraud, and the pursuit of longevity, a novel from the pen of political cartoonist Monty Wolverton, is an easy and entertaining read full of rich characters and intrigue. It hits home in a world filled with all kind of hucksterism and offers a glimpse of what can happen when GMO technology falls into the wrong hands. Chasing 120 by Monty Wolverton. Get your copy today at www.ptm.org forward slash 120 or on Amazon.com. When demystified, shamanism is an ancient science delving into the quantum level of life. Understanding and implementing basic shamanic principles can empower the individual to heal, manifest, and evolve in these rapidly changing times. Path Home Shamanic Art School is a -a one-of-a-kind Colorado State certified occupational school training and certifying shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also train individuals simply interested in empowering and enriching their lives through shamanism. Path Home's certification classes are in a week-long block format, enabling national and international students to participate. We also provide online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions as well. Discover all you can be. Enter the limitless world of shamanism today. For more information, visit findyourpathhome.com or call 303-775-3431. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, 
It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Sit away Does an angel Contemplate My fate Do they know The places where we go When we're gray and old Explanation, Margaret Donor is our special guest this hour. She's got a brand new book out. It's entitled Merlin's War, The Battle Between the Family of Light and the Family of Dark. Her website is www.margaretdonor.com. And first of all, Margaret, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been a great pleasure talking to you again after all this time. We'll have to have you back on in the very near future to continue our talk on angels and demons. But I'd like you to finish off what you were, you know, the the explanation and and the answer to my question. Why, was, why don't the angels protect us? Yeah, it was your question. Yeah, right? against, against evil. Question. Against evil, and they do. And so, of course, I want to say that they do. Mm-hmm. And there's been many instances where, uh, in fact, they do. But one of the things that's really important um, is for us as humans is to become um, fearless. And what I found is, for my experiences, and, you know, I shared at the first part of the hour how I was attacked, but I grew so much from that. And as I experienced psychic attack, Mm -hmm. most people who work in these kind of realms will tell you they have experienced psychic attack and so forth. As I would experience it, what I would say is, is I would say thank you to it. I would say thank you so much for showing me where I believe more in the dark than the light, because if I can see this and feel this and experience this, there must be some part of me that is believing in that. And so what I need to do is I need to raise my energy a little higher, my frequency a little higher to get closer to the angels. Mm -hmm. And I know that when I'm in my angelic mind, that dark energy can't even see me. It's like, I'm vi- it's, it's like I'm vibrating above a level that it can get to. And if it's going to get to me, it's going to have to raise its frequency that high. So it, it can be a great teacher to us because, you know, what they, you know, humans say, right? We say, oh, if it isn't going to kill me, it makes me stronger. Yes. Well, that's kind of true. The dark energy also gives us, it teaches us and tests us and teaches us how to have greater compassion and how to move ourselves up into the light. And so if we can learn, you know, how to be, in a sense, how to make friends with it and not be afraid mm-hmm. of it, it can be a great teacher. The trouble is, I think on this planet, it's gotten very out of balance. So, you know, the dark has started to assert itself way too much, you know, and we need to bring more love and light and understanding onto this planet, for sure. But sometimes, every so often, just getting a little push helps us to grow, 
you know, and so when we get complacent, when everything is a little too easy, mm-hmm. we get a little push, we lift and raise up to it, and we go, wow, look, I could do that. I never knew I could. And so I think there's a place for a little bit of that difficulty, um, and the angels know it can help us to mature and grow. But when it gets out of balance or when it's when we're really being given more than we can handle, angels always come in if you ask them that's the free will part you have to ask but if you ask them they always come in and they do help you like they helped me when i told you that story at the beginning margaret i hate to do this but we have to say so long for tonight uh i want to thank you so much for joining us and i wish you much success with your new book merlin's war and i look forward to the next time you join us back here in the Zone. Oh, I'd love to. Anytime. I enjoy it, too. Margaret, take care of yourself, my dear. Margaret Doner has been my guest this hour, ExoNation, www.margaretdoner.com. What a sweetheart. Her new book is entitled Merlin's War, The Battle Between the Family of Light and the Family of Dark. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the Exxon continues from our studios here with yours truly, Rob McConnell, in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away now. 